You are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about weekly alibi from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Oh. It's Niall. Ari. And it's me, Brian. And on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of the 11th to the 18th of September, with a couple of exceptions. The first of which is the show that gives this show its name, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6, Stone Ocean, Episode 15, Ultra Security House, in which we discover the con... <laughs> oh, okay, that weird noise again. The contents of uh, Sportsmax's brain is our opening scene. Sportsmax was super dead by the end of the last episode. Like He was dead partway through. Actually, no, he might have been dead at the start of the episode. So yeah. Yes, but we opened with... We open with what they're seeing when they're putting his his brain disc into their head in order to uh, find out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, It's it's Foo Fighters showing his memories to... What's the kid's name again? Um, Baseball Boy. Uh, Emporio. Emporio, uh, yeah. It's her showing it to Emporio, and she's like, I've already had a look at it, and Jolene's already had a look at it, so... Like this is your this turn. Is new... <laughs> yeah, on. like she, she's Bobby just cool, don't you? and and Emporio to the the plot as it's happening. So yeah, and essentially, it's Poochie as uh, White Snake going. How could you lose the last remaining part of my best friend Dio Sportsmax? And Sportsmax is like, well, it just wiggled away on its own, and then he's like, you say wiggled away, it wiggled through his fucking hand. Um, well, it wiggled through. Uh, the white snake's hand and therefore through Poochie's hand yeah. as well as these things work but uh, they're like everyone oh we gotta look for the bone because it's obviously still in the church somewhere but they're like wait a minute so it's looking for the rest of it no leave it be leave, leave the okay. bone be let, let it, it be love something let us let it run let it run away <laughs> what bone of Dio was that because I thought it was a finger bone but it was like in his whole fist like what the fuck maybe a vampire specific bone yeah, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> the biting bone yeah <laughs> um, so yeah then they're like oh so Jolene deliberately got herself uh, put into ultra security because she wants to go and find the bone before Poochie does so that it will lo- lead uh, oh, sorry, the user of Whitesnake rather <laughs> to her um, uh, but Foo Fighters is like I want to go as well help me go Imperio and he says well weather report's still recovering uh, so I don't know how we're going to get you there. And the Ultra Max Ward yeah. is like built oh, to the rest of I was the like, prison, and there's actually not a there's no sneaky tunnels in there or the, anything. I haven't got, even been there. Got myself. the full building map of the prison this week, which I was very happy yeah. to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Foo Fighters. It does yeah. line up to some of the bits we've seen yes. before, like the the male and the female wards being across from each other. And then FF's like, "Well, why can't he help me?" And we scout move the camera across. <laughs> and we see that <laughs> Anasu is here. Uh, and then rather than talk to him, they talk about him a bit. Um. Well, he's not, he's, not get, he's not partaking in the conversation. He's like, hey, you got Stan Powers. Like, no, don't talk to him. He's a Just murderer. keep reading your book. Keep reading your book. Do not hear. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, if he enjoys the... it, you know, he listens to everyone saying, because he likes being talked up. He seems to type. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that is that. Yep. But I'm disassembled, like, you know, I've Little similar next door neighbor's car, and I was six, you know. I got fucking reprimanded for that. Then I cost like uh, my girlfriend in bed with another dude when I got home. I disassembled them. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. I'm pretty good at it. 
so you like initially it seems like oh well his stand is going to be like disassembling things or something isn't it it's like nope it's kicking still up. <laughs> <laughs> well he like have... the footprints on his um fishnet yes he's sti- he appears to have stitched yeah. insoles to his uh netting his netted top uh, hmm. which is quite the look hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, he's head, you know. he, he's crazy. Don't go after him, Foo Fighters. He's he's not fucking worth it. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, I'll help under one condition. Um, <laughs> like, and basically, because Foo Fighters said, I'll give you anything, I'll do anything for you. And he's like, all right, I'll need your blessing for me and Jolene's marriage then. And she's like, what? Because oh, that's anyone anyone willing to get sent to maximum security wing to save her brother gotta be pretty sound and i like hmm. that I, I i i have seen her once i guess i technically met her but i'm pretty sure i leave the room straight after but that's very shy me. that means I'll, I'll marry her and if i have your blessing then that means the marriage proposal is legit i think <laughs> is what he thinks well know, you know like well, we're ship's captains and standards have one thing in common, you know, any marriage they conduct, <laughs> you know, right. is recognized by the law. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if a, a standmate of plankton recognizing your marriage is legally binding, um, but, you know. Well, they're under prison. What's more legally binding than that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so despite the fact that he cuts his girlfriend and another the, the, the man up, uh, when they got into prison and did a, a uh, assessment of him mentally, they were like, "Oh, he's perfectly sane, so he could just stay in regular uh, prison with everybody else." He's perfectly sane. He he murdered those people on purpose, not not through some compulsion or anything. He's comp- he has a compulsion to take things apart, but he did that on purpose, definitely. Uh, meanwhile, in the ultra security prison, uh, or did we get the flashback? With uh, we Dio get like, first. like you know, sexy flashbacks to yes. the young Pucci and Dio and all and all after like another late night session talking philosophy, of course, you know. I, I did, I did love the thing. I was like, hey, dear, dear, what's the what's the crappest stand you've ever seen? It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, like it's not really about crap because they're all like weird powers. Like, no, no, let's pretend we're like kids talking about. It's like, oh, who, what's his power level? Like, who's the strongest guy? Like that. It's Krillin, the strongest yeah. human. That feels like that yeah. feels like an experience that Dio would have never had up until this point, based on what we know of Dio. It, it feels like the late night like at a convention conversation. Because I, I don't think he was a kid who ever had any friends from that. Uh... Uh, no, he had lackeys. That that was yeah. his kind of childhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. We've got a question. I want a story. You know, like hmm. in the 1980s, up in the French Alps, so a bunch of hikers went up there and they uh, they weren't missing for a couple of days. When they found it, beaten each other to death with like incredible force. Like they were really fucking going for each other. It's like, well, what's the connection there? Ah, well, before they actually went there, they stopped in at, at this inn where a certain man happened to be the innkeeper and they gave him a hard time. And, you know, if you didn't do anything, he just like bid them on their way. I think he, I, like one of the women said he, he stank. Yes, he stank or something like that. It's just like kind of like fun shit, but like fun, fun, get out of here. And if I didn't do anything, but it's that little twinge, you know, right? Right in the id, you know, it's kind of impulse in your brain. It gets out and via this stand. It kind of spreads an impulse around like an infection until it's just like, you know, people, normally rational people will just succumb to their primal nerves and beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, so it's a stand that doesn't target, it's completely out of your control. It's, uh, it's conducted by the same electricity as your brain, like, so what is that, 70? Um, yeah, 
70 volts. A very tiny amount, but very, it, very it, it am amplifies it enough that it can then, like, you know, trigger a similar response in a brain from charge gets that far. So, you know, but it'll travel through, like, you know, puddles of water and other conductive hmm. things as well. Um, so, yeah, it, it just it ramps up your basically your brain's aggression, um, your fight or flight kind of thing. So, you but <laughs> entirely fight, basically. So, the most minor disagreement will make you fight someone to the death or really want to fight someone to the death. Mm. Stand um, name Survivor. <laughs> it's a good stand name as well. But uh, he's like, so that's weak because you can't really control it, but it's tricky to fucking deal with because, like, what the fuck do you do about it? It's just like, I really want to beat someone to death and like, possibly be beaten to death myself. That kind you, of can't, you, you can't actually attack the stand. It only exists, like, within the electrical charge of wherever yeah. it goes from. It's just like, that's pretty hard to hit. <laughs> I presume because it's so weird and, like, not powerful in terms of what it can actually do, it's also one of those very long-range yeah. stands. Yeah, Adia's uh, problem with it is not what it does, but the fact that it is indiscriminate. And it will do it to your own men. Yes. So what use is it to him, a man running an organization? And so Pooch is like, Can I borrow yeah. that for the weekend? <laughs> just just a little something. Yeah, Pooch is like, I mean like I might be able to get some use out of a deal. It's like, I mean like grab the disc if you want and then fucking like pop it in with Yes, I think I think yeah, he's like put it on a disc so therefore it doesn't accidentally get used and mess our plans up. And yeah. if you ever find a situation when you might need it, then you've got it at hand. And yeah, and then Pucci's in Pro the church going like, alright, I know Jolene doesn't know that I am fucking the guy, but she's on the fucking right track, so I'm going to release four people I've infected with fucking stand things in the maximum security thing, and also release that stand. Yes. Um, so mm. he's just going to make shit go crazy. And uh, meanwhile, Jolene's got her own plan. Uh, the guards are playing a game where they frighten the prisoners by shining lights at them, and she scurries behind her bed. <laughs> Uh, and they're like, ha ha ha! I was right. You owe me pay up. Pay, pay me twenty bucks. I've only got fifteen. That's a that's a little bit of anger there of not getting the right amount of money. <laughs> uh, and then, meanwhile, they're talking about betting on the Steelers game yes. or something like that. Jolene's yeah, sending out kind of her thread to uh, see if she can find this bone. Uh, but instead, what she discovers is those two guards getting angry and angry at each other. And then eventually beating the living hell, and well, does one murder the other one by the end of it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He he fucking you know, like he ties his fucking legs in a knot. Because yeah. <laughs> the thing about the stand as well is that you don't hold back, so you're punching someone like full force in the face with a closed yeah. fist, so that, that you break your own bones in your hand. Or if one you got compound fractures, fucking external fractures there. A dollar dude gets half his face ripped off. It gets very grappler backy yes. very quickly, and it, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll continue to do so over the next episode. Uh, yes, because by the end, like other prisoners have been released from their cells, and uh... the, the guy basically, you can see the other person is like, "I can see your physicality." Ooh, you the so muscular, muscular structure. I can. I really want to fight that. So the guy who won the battle <laughs> to the death over owing the other guy five bucks was uh, is basically releases all the prisoners. Like let's fucking fight! <laughs> <laughs> and all the prisoners have also stepped in the uh, puddle of water. They were because Jolene was getting sprayed down with the hose just because mm -hmm. they're cruel bastards. And the entire floor is conducted with anger juice. I'm going to call it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, fresh from fresh from a trip to see is twenty eight days later in the cinema. I think. <laughs> <laughs> if that'll come out by then, um, 
Definitely some kind of a ragey, virusy type situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, well, there, but there's isn't there something before that uh, along those lines? There, yeah, uh, I imagine there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's something that that was more based on. Uh, sports with what's the craziest? We can go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that might be there as well. It's just the way it taps right into like an open one. It's just horning right in on that, that, that impulse to just fucking go nuts on somebody. Uh, oh, yeah, to make that an infectious fucking... uh, a thing that can spread among multiple people at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was the craziest, too. Yeah, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're right in that. Well, there's going to be a lot of bones uh, left on the, on the floor of this prison after this, so I hope they can find that one. Uh, which, for posterity, it is. Uh, Two round size is uh, Dio's first metatarsal bone, uh, one of the bones within the foot behind the big toe. Oh, okay, yeah, that explains the size of it. All right, yeah. Fair. And also, also technically, it would have been like the actual the bones originally of Jonathan Joestar. It's been oh, yeah. vampirized <laughs> enough that it can take on this crawl away in that zone and do weird shit. Right. Okay. Then. As I ponder where that weird sound's coming from, I will move on to the next thing, and that is Bastard! Heavy Metal Dark Fantasy Episode 12, Life or Death. Uh, which has my favourite scene of the series so far, when a sword puts another sword in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> which is a sentence I never thought I'd be able to say in my life. But there we go. Yeah. That was... That was also great. I, I did. I did like the shade being thrown at the basis for Pearl Jam and not being called out to to summon the the Pearl Jam. <laughs> um, I was just like, "Come on, don't don't do that." Uh, <laughs> anyway. uh, I was I, I was just dreaming up when thinking about that. Like you know, this is just kind of you know, you know some of my favorite bands. I'm going to put references to them in, in my comic, but yeah, way like yeah, you know, yeah. before the start of this encounter, um, that. Dark Snyder asked for, can I borrow like 500 yen off you? you know, I'll give it back to you like, you know, like after this fight. I was like, 500 yen? But this is like, no, it's not ancient fantasy land. This is future fantasy land. So, yeah. <laughs> conceivably, it is conceivable that the magic words you use would be, you know, you've unearthed the ancient fucking, like, <laughs> Megadeth's, like, fan annual and that's with, like an ancient tome of magic. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, for the coins to still be around is a bit weird, but yeah, they are still around. So Dave must stay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're gonna have a uh, a sort of fight, but it's going badly for Dark Schneider because uh, Ashnay's dry draining him of his magic power, and she's got a sword with lightning powers within it, uh, and, a and a griffin. So Gara's like. And his ninjas. Let's not give his ninjas take away from them. No. They are the commentating team on this fight. They are there to hold Gara back from injuring himself further and not to do any ninja. And, and they're just like, you know, these, just they go over the same things over and over. Okay. Now that the griffin is gone, the magic thing go. Now he's got her where he wants her. Yeah. <laughs> they keep going over that. Okay, now after, okay, Griffin swords, okay, magic into the phone, now it's down to like, you know, who can cast best spots. Now he's got her where he wants her. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, we've got, okay, we've got to, uh, he needs a sword to fight that sword, and then Ifrit shows up, and he's like, I'll be your sword, this guy bested me in combat, and now I'm totally loyal to him forever on. And I'm a much more powerful sword than that lightning sword. Uh, 
And she's like, no, uh, my sword has a has the new yes. in it, the, the, the lightning new- monster. So yeah. it's actually still pretty fucking cool, actually. And he's like, no way would I lose to a new because I'm fucking representing the, the demon lord of fire. So... I can't, I can't lose to like a, a mythical beast. Uh uh-uh, uh, yeah. no way. And the swords uh-uh. fly out of it. Yeah. They use his hands. <laughs> like, see, Ifrit superimposed uh, over the sword and the new way over that sword. And Ifrit's got the new way in a headlock and flies it up into the lightning storm, which is draining Schneider of his powers and uh, blows it clean away. So now the pair of them can use spells. And then they're like, <gasps> It spells with a sword, you can stop the blow and prevent yourself from killing somebody. But with spells, once it's cast, it's cast. You can't hold back. What are they going to do? They could kill each other, these people who definitely love each other. Um, uh, those ninjas will just have to stand aside and watch this happen. As they, uh, Which spells are they both trying to do to each other? I try to do like the fucking... Exodus, yeah. Exodus, Exodus, and the really, 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 really big explosion stuff. Yeah, and um, Dark Schneider pretends that there's nothing between them, but then just as he's about to do the killer blow, he has a flashback, and his spell. So when he raised her, eventually fucking her. Yeah. You weird creep. Um. Yeah. If he feels feels if he feels bad about that, like that's where was really messed up with me to do. And in case that wasn't clear from the way it was presented in the show, Gara is there to tell you it was like ah he hesitated for like a half second, and that was long enough for her to hit him with her spell first. And now he's dead. Um, Unless you wait till the credits roll, and then you see that he's alive. (laughs) 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 Ah, Ah, wait till next episode, lad. Come on. Uh, uh, yeah. but, oh, but what what else is it? Drop thirty more episodes. Yeah. Was, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's some more fun stuff in there. You get stabbed in the forehead. That happens as well. But uh, yeah, like with her hand. Like, yeah. Does he protect? Like he does get stabbed, and they're like, oh, "Well, she stabbed him in the brain now. Surely he's done for." And they're like, "No, he had a, he had because uh, visible magic field yes, on him. Cause yeah, because his magic's back. Yeah, he, the mage, mage. Yeah." Shell, the shield he always has like on his back. Yeah, that's the, that's what yeah. that's the excuse. Yeah. It's not like uh, Dragon Half where uh, Damaramaru's compact brain manages to avoid the sword blow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, had some good bits, but it just took a while getting to them. Like, you know, one point five yeah. speed would be be would be a help help here. Uh. <laughs> Because it is like one fight, just really. Hey, I a lot of people protracted. I enjoyed yeah. eating my dinner this lunchtime. Um, it was about yeah, exactly yeah. the right speed for doing that. Um, and lots of folks are having a goal. I I want to shout Dark Schneider. It's really yes. fun to do. I can't can't stop. <laughs> Dark Schneider. Dark Schneider. Give everyone a goal. Give the council a goal. Uh, you know, and yeah. with the occasional Lucian thrown in for good measure from Yoko. Uh, because Yoko, Yoko <laughs> says he can't die because he owes her the 500 yen. I love that as well. <laughs> oh, the fact. Who said that? I said Lucian. <laughs> it was her. <laughs> That's scary, fellas. Yeah, anyway, he's back by the end if you watch past the credits. I assume the next episode will just open with that scene after the credits anyway. So even if you stopped yeah. it, you were fine. Yeah. Uh, also, he comes back and describes himself as the ultimate handsome hero, Dark Schneider, which is... It's got to pump back up, you know. Yeah. It's, it's self-actualization. 
Uh, then we got Futo PI, episode seven, the closed K dynamic duo deserted, in which our two heroes had gone mushroom picking in the mountains when the snow came down heavily, and they have to take uh, uh, rest at a local inn, which uh, turns out to be hosting a strange masked party. Yeah, so mm. a mysterious woman like finds them in the middle of fucking nowhere because they go towards a village, but it's abandoned. They're like, oh, well, we're going to die in these mountains. But she brings them to the mansion and says, all right, just don't tell them, tell them you didn't see my face. And they're like, yeah, sure. I mean, like you saved their lives. Why not? And then there's a weird, creepy guy sitting on a throne. There's a tiny, creepy woman sitting on top of a, a different kind of throne. <laughs> Mass butler, three mass ladies. And just like, well, this is a weird situation. It's like, well, tell me what you think oh. of this. Four mass ladies. There'll be three mass ladies by the end of the yeah. episode. Four mass ladies. Sorry, sorry, I was skipping ahead because this is very clearly a uh, a what do you call it? Like a locked house murder mystery kind of situation. Very, they can't leave. Very classic. The tunnels, yeah. The tunnels closed because of snow. We're gonna have to wait it out here. And I was like, oh, someone's fucking dying. That's that's yes. definitely happening. First, they got to ask, ask answer the question: What sort of party do you think this is? Um, Sexy party. And Philip's like, well, it's just a uh, yes, it's a mass. Ball. and uh, Shatara's like ah oh, there's a thing there's a bit more to this and goes through all the various things and I think it's a fox's wedding um, and he's like ah oh, you're very close and he runs like you're you're pretty much most of the way there yes. but with, with the exception of this is a weird family yes my life. grandmother has set this up for me to pick a bride from these four masked women they, I'm going to take my mask off because that's the it's, that's not the essential part. I'm just wearing a mask because oh, like everyone else is wearing a mask. It's it's just part of the dealio. Um, but it's it's a tradition in my family so that you don't pick a woman based on her looks. I want to pick the what was the way of saying it? The most wily woman, or some fucking stupid way he put. Gorgeous, um, elegant, the wild. Yes. <laughs> you know. Like this, he wants to pick no. the sneakiest woman or something like that. Or just, just, the, kind of just the one that one that's based like compliments him. I suppose the best in all yeah. terms of character, and that's so he got the dirt. So this guy's and, pick uh, here. Yeah, there's like, you know, a geisha in training. We have, uh, um, what is she? What's she, a glamour model? Uh, Some of that, yeah. Um, one who rescued them from the from the snowstorm is obviously just, she's a regular office worker. So it's a hum, more humble background. Uh, for a pharmaceutical company, I think um, it mentions. Um, and then late ah, to the yeah, party yeah. is um, the, the, uh, the would-be groom's Antique dealer friend, Kanemore. I could be any rainbow here, uh, weirdo. Um, yeah, and our heroes have got a mask by this point. Uh, what's the situation of the uh, the finding the murder? Oh, she's found outside, stabbed onto a tree. Uh, yeah, impaled yeah. on a tree branch, basically. Um but, I mean, like, immediately after that, they do find a, um, the al- one of the, the monster do- guys. Yes, the alcohol dopant. Because um, initially it's like a big, squishy, like, liquid. Yes, it kind of moves like, like Mr. Blobby a bit. If Mr. Blobby had a translucent head <laughs> with a single eyeball. Um. <laughs> I mean, like, he might as well, <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, but uh, somehow it moves around more drunkenly than Mr. Blobby. Yeah. Sometimes. It, um, it, it, you can sort of like see the costume even in the animated version, yes. you know, on how yeah, it yeah. works. I, I do appreciate that. Uh, it would yeah, work. Yeah. Mm. Like the person's head ends here and the, the air-filled head is up there. That yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they, and they they quickly change to uh, Heat Joker to protect them, which causes an explosion. Because uh, you can set alcohol. They do a load of attacks. Because yeah, do a load of attacks to it, but because it's drunk, it doesn't notice it's getting hurt. <laughs> Being drunk is the ultimate superpower. Go uh, limp. Uh, and then it uh, disappears <laughs> in an explosion. And they're like, okay. But that can't see it has gone anywhere, so it must have gone back inside, which means one of the members of the party is the murderer. Uh, as detectives, allow us to investigate this murder. Uh, I mean, like, they found the body. I feel like they're the most suspect here, but based off of how these situations go, they're the most suspect. <laughs> well, yeah, right, buddy. Yeah. An, an, an alcohol monster turned up, but it was, and this is just like, this is how you found it. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they they talk to the surviving girls with their masks off. Uh, the, the groom goes into another room, um, and then Shatari is like pondering the oldest one, the one who works at the pharmaceutical company, uh, and he's like, "Ah, uh, maybe I should have listened to what she was saying." She was like uh, trying to warn them when they first met her. Uh, and maybe they. The night- the night yes. of the murder, she was also like, um, kind of like, pleading, like, please, you have to save me. And it's just like, wonder yes. if she knew that someone was going to be murdered, or I wonder if she was the murderer and you have to save me from murder. Yes, because he says, yeah, because uh, yeah. says, if we'd listened to her, maybe we could have kept things to just one victim. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, is, is she oh, the no. dopant? Um, mm-hmm. And then the short is Mick bemoaning his life now that he's no longer being fed by the villains of the TV series and instead has an owner who's pondering what she's going to write on her slippers to hit hit Shataro over the head with. What catchy slogan can I write on my beating slippers um, is, is her hobby. Also, we do get regular make. Is this the first time we get regular make I in the show? I think so, yeah. When they're discussing, it's like, hey, they're oh, yeah. trapped in the mountains. It's like, oh, shit. That'd be fine, I'm sure. Let's not do anything. I think they're going to do something because I think I saw a clip for the next episode. I think we finally get to see Axel turn into a motorcycle next week. <laughs> he seems to be a little embarrassed about it based off of the last few yeah. shorts. So, yeah. uh, then more cyberpunk in Yuri Deco, episode 11, Fate Changes Twice, um, in which they arrive at Mark Twain trying to find phantom zero but instead find injunction joe which is quite the pun on the the injun joe type character from uh, adventures of tom sawyer (laughs) makes it a a lot less racist it's way better yeah yeah Hmm. um also it wasn't quite two fathoms up but it wasn't that far up it didn't take them very long they're there at the start of the episode Uh, yeah they can breathe up there uh the rest of the gang are planning on how they're going to get them back down again and we get essentially the ver- their version of the scene when Tom and Hook go to their own funerals, when we have Berry looking in on her parents uh, and how they the miracle they had last week was not a miracle. It was actually a mum and dad saving them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a nice, it's a nice version of that, looking at your own funeral kind of thing. The parents, but my parents thought I was dead. And it's like, yeah, but they're still... They don't believe that. They're trying to find you, and when they think they have found you, they're trying to help you. Yeah, and even, even before all that, they're just trying to just 
you, you kind of between accepting and denying that they had no had to accept it, but they don't want to deny it. So it's like, yeah, you're really hurting a lot of people with they're doing these things. But even though, even though you're helping people now, so that's a little yeah, 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 doing it for like a, a bigger cause. Because initially, like Barry's suggesting the hack is like, hey, we could look up who your parents are. And he's kind of like, nah, don't don't feel like it. But as soon as she starts looking up stuff on her parents. Uh, hacks kind of suggesting it's like you know if you deleted your data then they wouldn't have they wouldn't be accused of the crime of their their daughter being um phantom zero and and he's like yeah but then i wouldn't be their daughter anymore and, and hacks kind of like if you walk up to them they'll know you're her daughter like that doesn't get erased like that that's just like you're just erasing your past people are still going to recognize you and shit data is just data yeah um yeah, and then he gets attacked by Phantom Zero and dragged into their hyperverse, uh, where they have a little bit of fight, which Hack is perfectly happy with because he's like gets to fight um, the witch. Uh, they're chased around by <laughs> robots, which I, I was trying to think what they look because I was like they reminded me a bit of the uh, the teacher robot from Your Type Zero, but he's clearly a uh, a board rubber. I was like, are these supposed to be like rubber stamps running around with... Oh, because they're the, the yes. black kind of square of them. Yeah, um, yeah. But they've got like well, noodly arms, they're, which they're are great. They've got really noodly arms. If it's chasing you, you're not really going to get across that it's chasing you. But if, if it Kermit the Frogs as it's going <laughs> yeah, down exactly. the corridor, then you're fucking grand. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Finn puts uh, Barry under as well to face uh, help uh, hack. And then has to run around with the two of them under their arms, being chased by the robots. And uh, we're kind of left with a cliffhanger of them being surrounded, and we don't see what's happening in the rest of the uh, hyperverse. Yeah, yeah. We, we figure like it might be fine, because we did see um, <clears throat> Pup was running on low batteries. So, Pup, you need to go back and tell everyone what's happening. You know, they're doing it for Pup's sake while they're going up. Uh, but Pup does inform the rest of them and it's like, hey, they're they're up in the sky and they're like, well, fine, we're fucking going up after them. So they got a exit strategy, basically. I hope his tiny tugboat can fly. That would be great. <laughs> yes, it would be uh, pretty good. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of, I think, all that happens of importance this episode. It kind of yeah, yeah. is fairly breezy after like the very dense last week's episode i think it kind of needed it after like a lot of the plot stuff and just that it's hackleberry finn going up into the yeah. sky and it's just like it's very focused on on getting towards that um that ending they're aiming for yeah and we get to see part of injunction joe's face um <laughs> the, the secret behind um phantom zero yeah yeah Righty ho. Okie doke. Uh, anything else to add on that, or shall we hop hop no, to our next side? It's the one I remember the least about. <laughs> it's like watched it ages yeah. ago, so I can't I can't quite yeah, call like, it. I mean, like it was quite breezy. I did enjoy it, but um, it did seem to be over very quick. Like it seems like not a lot happened, but like it just kind of like went by very quickly. Just very well done. Uh, then we've got Cyberpunk Edge Runners Episode One. Let you down. Uh, which is a sort of a slow build to uh, the the action that I presume will uh, set off the rest of the series right at the end. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's tap tap in that foot, you know. If you can't, everyone keeps still. And there's this, it, it really just like <laughs> it's always bubbling under the whole way through, and then it all gets let out at the end. Yeah. Uh, so it's David Martinez, isn't yeah. it? The main character, um, mm-hmm. D, yes, as opposed to V, the other D. Um, and uh, he's going to Arasaka Academy, these mums are paramedic. And somehow she's affording to send him there. I think we get a clue as to how she was affording to send him there by the end of the episode. Um, and mm. But we open first with somebody, a cyber psycho, going cyber psycho and being brought down. And then later, uh, Dee sees it on the TV that it, his mum was there taking away the corpse. Because um, I was like, I, I was like, I, I, I was like, yeah, how did how was he gonna get the the, the thing? Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, that's how we got it. And um Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was about an hour. The thought was some uh, strange days things where you get the VR oh. video and it's just like if someone's yes, getting he's murdered. Wa- he's watching that happen from the point of view of the cyber psycho as well. Um yeah, his brain dance yeah. is a big it's is it yeah, it's a big part of the plot of uh the video game. Um you do a lot okay. of uh, going into brain dances and then trying to find clues within them by going backwards and forwards and changing views. It's one of the better mechanisms in the video game. And there's a lot of stuff from the video game in this. Like NPCs, they go, they walk past, they go, oh, I know them from the video game. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that one weirdo with the haircut. Uh, I like the opening for like the 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 thing that it's trying to sell you with with this kind of style. Like it's the very stylish ultra violence. Um, I especially like yes. the the after images mm. of the the super speed. I don't know what the ability is called in the game, but um, I thought that was nice. And then like it immediately after that violence happens, like it immediately cuts to like just a shot of people straight up fucking. Um, and I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, there you go. That's the thing that people want <laughs> if they liked the eighties cyberpunk kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, yep. there's a lot more public masturbation in this than there is in the video game. <laughs> I would fucking, <laughs> want to see too much of that, yeah. But um, he doesn't think much about it. I like the fact that that's just his school commute, basically. Uh, yes. Walking past masturbation corner, here we go. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 we can't lay across to you, but like, yeah, yeah, this cyberpunk future is bullshit. Everyone is fucking strung out or fucking chromed up or bolts or something it's just everyone everything is shit unless you know you even though you can, even though you go to the rich people rich kids school they're never yeah. going to accept you there you can't afford all the all the fucking the gear that they need and you want to crash in a whole net for the class it's like a fucking puro over yeah, here it's very much so the thing of just like they've just plastered over the the dystopia with pretty colors and like a nice interface and uh, a like <laughs> to put like lights in the windmill. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas this one is just like, no, this world is absolutely fucking. I don't even think it's circling the drain. I think it's down the fucking drain at this stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it's but the, the general people just tend to have like the the things for plugging things in as opposed to like the the massive. Yeah, USB USB yeah. port. Like yeah. Uh, like the dad gets in the. Uh, Tensai Bakabon when they go to the future. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but yeah, you've got the military guys and the gangster and the gang 
uh, who uh, end up causing the injury and the death of his mother, which then triggers the rest of the plot, because uh, when he's given her belongings, he discovers taped inside her jacket is the uh, is it Sandavistan reflex booster that the um, cyber psycho from the start of the episode was wearing. Yeah, it's a spine mod, basically, to yeah. increase your physical reactions. And that. Yeah, and he's asking the Ripper doc, uh, how much how much would you get for this? But then when, it, when his mum passes away, uh, he's, that, that's pushed him over the edge, particularly because he's got beaten up at school by a kid who's plugged in a kung fu chip, so he knows kung fu. That's the one thing which isn't in the video game, which is out of the role-playing game, uh, is the ability yeah. to, like, yeah, buy, yeah. buy skills you don't have and plug them in. Um, uh, so, yes, now he's going to get his revenge by plugging this extremely dangerous illegal military hardware into his... Military-grade hardware into his spine, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I... And it... It really like belabors the that whole thing because obviously the mother is injured in the car crash and it's like oh thank god the paramedics are here the paramedics are like yeah this isn't the client so we're yeah. not going to take these people in they don't have insurance. He's not on the plan. Yeah. yeah. And when he goes to the underground doctor, he's like, "Well, this is why you have insurance, kid. All right, here's the bill. I'll get, like the surgery went well and anything. He has to break into his apartment. Uh, later on, he's got calls up after getting the shit kicked out of him. It's like, hey, your motor's dead. Um, the funeral arrangements, we can set them up for you. I mean, like the, here's here's the price plans for that. And it's just like. Also, the school bringing him up because he busted the... Um, yeah, because I guess you get forwarded all immediately all of your fucking deceased mother's like, uh, fucking emails and phone calls yeah. now. So, because it's, uh, it's just fucking absolutely fucking horrifying fucking thing. <laughs> but this is... This fucking every one this happens in some part of the world, actually. It's <laughs> not, unfortunately, fucking... it's not that unrealistic except without the, you know, spinal implants and whatnot. Yeah, uh, yeah the... Um... The trauma team, the the paramedics who come to rescue them, and then they haven't got an account. They are straight out of the role playing, and then they appear. They appear in like an opening mission in the video game, and I think occasionally like as background stuff. But you, you as a okay. player, can't get an account with them. So, but the reason I think oh, okay. the reason they exist in the world is kind of a game mechanism thing from the role playing game. Is because the first edition of the role-playing game was using this plug-in uh, combat system called Friday Night Firefight, which was a combat system which was very like guns are dangerous; they will kill you. Uh, it was yeah. trying to be like more realistic by having them be far more dangerous, which then means you're either rolling up characters very often, or you can. Do as a way of getting rid of your players' money by having them pay a monthly fee to trauma team so that they can be picked up and patched together again every time they accidentally get gu- they lose a good fight. <laughs> so basically, you have like a, a live system or something. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, these heavily armed paramedics will drop down in the middle of anywhere to uh, recover your uh, body and try and paste you back into a, a living form. Um, which, uh, yeah, that 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 always felt like oh that was designed out of necessity otherwise the game wasn't going to work um yeah <laughs> but it works quite well as like a nice little uh dystopian touch uh within the game world yeah yeah it's it's, it's just like even got out of this she's going like his school commute and walking fucking 
walking back, walking from board times back from like the clinic, then you know it just gets worse and worse every time. Like he goes going to under school, the fucking building is on fire. And yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm wondering as whether those some of those things are things which are happening in the video game. Uh, yeah, because he does walk past the. Um, I did see that there's the the park with the big goldfish advertisement above it. Yeah, there's there's like a. Nice I think that's part of like a parade that you that takes place during the video game, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just wonder like how many little Easter eggs I'm gonna remember, or because you the like the see this rocket going up as well, and I was like, okay, that's the thing which happens right at the end of the game. Uh, is uh, well, depending on which ending you get. Um, uh, yeah, it's quite. It's a. It's a very interesting approach to making a anime about a video game in that it uses so much uh, material, visual material from the video game in it, and yet it still feels absolutely like a trigger anime, <laughs> which is the yeah, amazing thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like I'm guessing they have all the same um, design documents and stuff that went. Yeah, the it's like that. That uh, as access for material, they can their use. apartment mm. is pretty much the same layout as your first apartment in the video game. I'm guessing they're very copy paste. Yes, anyway, yeah, they're just yeah. prefab. Yeah. Yeah, he probably fast. he's probably yeah. living in the same block as you are in the video game. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it just you, you have to go to the mission. You got to get past Wank Corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It does. It does. It does it, I don't know how the how if they can keep this up, but it's very lush, it's very oh, lurid. It's very uh, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking really, really. I mean, it's just like really, really. Your man, we were saying who fucking uh, came up with the the, the reward yes. thing again in the first place must be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this must be a delight. Died and gone to Yeah, heaven. given that his other role play games include Mechton, uh Tears from Outer Space, which is basically Eurosite Sarah, the role playing game. And he put out the Dragon Ball role-playing game and the Votums role-playing game. And uh, I think the dream was always to get a Gundam one, which never never manifested. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's like, you know, uh, as, as far as, if you want, God, a, a video game adaptation goes, this is a lot better yes. than most. Yeah. Uh, it's but it's going for the way this is like this game world, but it's a story set in this world, and you fucking it won't cross over with fucking you know it won't get fucking anime Keanu Reeves or something that's like true. that. That's you know that's, that's that'd be too much. But you'd have to deal with that. That's the one yeah. problem with replaying the the game is having to go through the Keanu stuff again. Um, <laughs> but the question is, what skills from Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven could you apply to the real world? <laughs> Probably not many, unlike Sega games in Uncle from Another World. Episode 7. As you can see, Sega games are very helpful in life. Uh, which, of the book of the episode, is the uncle wiping the minds of an adventuring party over and over again every time he helps them out. So every meeting is like the first meeting for him, because... Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I can't let them know. It's like, no, they're, they're your friends now. They were your friends at the end of that cutscene. You're fine. Oh, God, you wiped their memory again. All right. 
every time you meet them. It's too awkward. It's too awkward. I didn't want to deal with it. Mm. No. Uh, He's bad at playing video games, I think, is the thing we can generally learn from this whole fucking thing. Look, 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 he's quite good at video games. You know, he, he, knows, he knows all the little tricks. It's just that, you know, you know, despite what he might say or episode, there's don't always apply to yeah. your life. You yes, know? there's a lot of golden axe in this episode. Uh, he tries the, the jumping oh, yeah. attack, yeah. Uh, which... I mean, he pulls it off. He just doesn't manage to hit anybody with it. It is part of land in the game as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> and they, they, they won't. They won't let us like follow you off the edge, you know, of the pit that you're across. They're just like they got, they got, they got better like pathfinding than that. These are advanced goblins. They will like yeah. you know mind their way around like, you. These aren't the goblins from Golden Axe, man. These are CGI fucking goblins. Yeah. So like these are way more complicated. <laughs> <laughs> just a Dreamcast The monster better. falling off the edge <laughs> clip was a Proustian rush because I'd not thought about that for tens of years and it all rushed back to me <laughs> seeing it in that clip. Uh, dear. Uh, all that time yeah. you spent, you know, in Golden Axe World. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm not good up. enough now to get that far into Golden Axe either, so that's the other issue. Um, <laughs> uh, dear. And then the second part is, oh, she forgets her phone, and uh, the uncle's like, oh, we'll just give it to her next time we see her. The nephew's like, no, you don't understand. Today, if you're without your phone, it's like trying to play a video game without a joypad. It's like, we must get it to her. (gasps) We must, we must, no! We must go to her side. Um, yeah, so he like they they see that there's some fucking creeple at her, at her college with his hand around her fucking shoulder, all like, "Hey, I'm a fucking sleazeball," and they're like, "All right, nephew, here are all of my powers. Like, I gave her, I gave the spirits a ring. You have all access to all my abilities right now. Uh, so I'll leave it to you." Yes, and he goes down, take, take getting ready to beat this guy up, and they t- gets a bit closer look at him and realizes it's her little brother. <laughs> wow, you got big <laughs> Jesus. Like I did the thing because it said, Oh, you're in whatever grade. And I was like, What is that? And I looked it up and I was like, That's 10. Uh, and I was thinking, That's not right. And I was like, Oh, wait, I was bigger than a teacher when I was 10 years old. Yeah, no, that can happen. Yes. Uh, I, I guess I guess in her family it goes the opposite way. If you're a girl, you start off pretty mean looking, but you can't come into your own. But as, as, as a boy, you know, you fucking. It's a cute little, oh, it's a cute little fucking, like, grade school. Oh, Jesus Christ. She was very big when she was a kid as well. Yes, because we see her in, like, fourth or fifth grade from her point of view later on when they're towering towering over the sixth graders. (laughs) Yes. Because, yeah, he goes down and he's like, hey, buddy, what's the fucking deal? And it's like, oh, wow, it's fucking little brother. He's like, oh, my God, you got so big. You know, and it's just like, because all the thing is like, hey, you said you come to the beach with me on the weekend. It's like, and he just wants to make stuff for his YouTube channel. It's, I imagine, mostly Fortnite and Minecraft. Oh, my, and my, my uncle's a YouTuber. Yo, uncle. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, it's me. Well, you might know me. I'm the uncle from another world, don't you know? It's, it's like, like, never heard of it. Huh? What's what, that? What do you play? Uh, I play uh, Sega Saturn games. It's like, don't know what that is. Um, is, it, that? is it like Fortnite? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave those two alone, you know, just like, you know. Just, uh, so, like, why did you come down here? Oh, Todd was, not to, just, uh, you know, like, hey, for ever need a hand like you know if I'm, you know and i'm gonna help you you know fun saying oh yeah that's like fun like what would you do check this out <sighs> invisibility <sighs> holograms 
flight, I can show you the world, or it's the classroom, another wing. And he shows it then, he's like, I don't need to say spirits of power, lend me your aid. It's just like, if I just cut out the thing and just say the thing I want to happen, it just fucking happens. <laughs> it's just like the, the kind of person who was like, if let's say like, you know, that film I just saw was real, what would I do? <laughs> How would I approach it? And then they have it all thought out to the to, 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 to a T. And he's mostly thought out of this for revenge purposes um, on the people who bullied him. Yeah. Which is again, you know, if we're, if we're talking about this particular like uh, formula of story, that's that's often a, a more very motivating factor. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that like you know they were like pure of heart enough to get resurrected in the you know in the fantasy world? world? It's usually the kind of fucking resentment built up. If I, if I had another chance at life, I'd fuck everybody up who ever messed if with I had me. Magic powers, ooh, you'd better watch out. Um, yeah. Uh, so she's kind of like it. Kind of goes off from the thing. It was like, hey, were you coming down to defend my honor and shit like that? It's like, no, I was just no, shut up. Um, but they're having the conversation, and she's like, "That's that. It's like that time when I helped you out when you're getting bullied by those kids." And she's like, "No, no, no." He's like, "Replay memory," and it's like, "No, you were bullying those kids." <laughs> I see. Because basically, the guy was like, hey, "You're you're big fatty," and you know, he tries to take a swing at her, and she fucking just knocks him straight on his ass. Yeah, because they're like, "Oh, but, this uh, is the sixth grade area that's supposed to be in here," and uh, yes, says, and, but then calls her ugly, and then gets his ass kicked for it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he rushes in thinking that they slapped her. And uh, but before he gets there, she's continuing to like pound her fist as if like carry on walking into her fist right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then she whispers, he's going to whisper something to him. And then her classmate walks in uh, and uh, he's like, oh, then she. What's then going she has a conversation here, with him saying, "Oh, you know, she gets has lots of people interested in her," uh, and he's like, "Give me their numbers." <laughs> College boys are animals. <laughs> <laughs> so they're definitely both interested, but they are both stupid. Yes. Very important. Yeah. Um, uh, also, the other run, the line running through is like what they're going to call the name of the uh, translation power and what triggers it. Yes, they've they've all put their votes in as to what would make the best name. Uh, what's it, Wild Talker or something? They go with yes, yes, because we yes because we learned he they, he used it to speak to a beast, which was a very sadistic hedgehog, uh, which he was shocked. Yep. <laughs> it was like fun. <laughs> yeah. Very excited the, about. <laughs> like as you can see, nephew, hedgehogs aren't like they are in the real world. They're not blue and they don't move very fast. And it's like. <laughs> uh, going, okay, we're on a quest to slay its beasts. It's taking Shelton Temple over there. It's a giant hedgehog. Hedgehog is a Sonic? No, it's not Sonic, but it's, as big it's as a, a very large hedgehog. And it was open, open, open to the ball to defend itself. It sounds like Sonic to me. It's definitely Sonic. This is Sonic. Like, it's, it's a beautiful joke because they use the same person making a squeaky hedgehog noise. Um, they use the same line, just repeated. Um, but he's like, please, hedgehog, you have to tell me. Did, did humans attack your family? Are you are you feeding your children? Like, why are you attacking people? And some people are just pricks, yes. basically. And this this hedgehog is a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, kill them all. I gladly do it yes, again. The hedgehog <laughs> likes the sounds the humans make when it impales them on its spines. It doesn't actually like the taste of human meat. It just it thinks it's funny. Basically, yeah, uh, it's great. Uh, and then the pay, the cliffhanging payoff is that the hero that the adventuring party have been mentoring, or the 
I've been mentioning is actually Alicia. Um, and what does she describe herself, her character class as? The yeah, destined hero for life, but she's actually she's saying another phrase in English, uh, not not in the subtitles. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah, div- because uh, I'm trying to remember her name as well. It was like it's Alicia a, Alexander. Uh, Alicia Yes, yeah, so it's another one which has That's got like okay. uh, uh, rhyming, almost rhyming names like Mabel Labelle. Uh, Alicia, yeah. Adelcia, and Sundera Elf. Oh, we get a little bit of her as well when she gets caught. Elf on a shelf. <laughs> Trying to pull uh, the uh, ring off the shelf with her feet. <laughs> and she's got an incredibly goofy expression when it works and then gets caught with that goofy expression on her face. Yeah, because he's just trying to get his jumper back and he he does it in a way that's inappropriate, but he doesn't realize it's inappropriate. It's like, look at nephew, look at what a prick she was. I lent her my fucking jumper and she won't give it back. It's like, She's into you, dude. She's a thief. Fucking hell. She left me with this flimsy <laughs> outfit that I can't do anything with. Um, but what, horny animators? Yes. Can you, can you do yes, anything with this Yes, we can, yes. We were not going to show you when the uncle, when the uncle tried it on as well. They're not going to show you that. No. Because uh, he was suddenly interested in it when he learned that it might be worth a load of money. Um, <laughs> because he is an adventurer, and that's what adventurers are interested in. Like, this is worth gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got Chimimo, episode 11. I wonder where you'll be when I eventually look back on this hell and how to deal with being bored as hell. Uh, in which uh, the other uh, influencer, he's run away from home. Uh, not very far. He's just run as far as the sister's house uh, so that he'd learn to be a worldwide traveler from May. Just like yes. you. I mean, like, he's literally doing this, Ooh. interrupting her about to post a picture from Paris, um, which he can't do now because he's, he's in her house. Uh, so he's really interfering with her whole fucking deal. But the sisters are like, oh, my God, we got to make this look good because he's come to her, which yes. means that he's into it, which means, like, she could marry in rich. Mm. <laughs> you know, we got we got to support this burgeoning young love, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. So meanwhile, yeah, May is furious at him being here all the time. Um uh, and then Mr. Hell shows up and the kid learns about Hell. Uh, further annoying, May. Can you show me Hell? He doesn't quite understand what's happening, but he does understand that this child influencer has control over Hell minions itself. That's really cool. I don't exactly know yeah. what the hell the deal is, but I've, I've concocted several plots that this show might be yes. about. And by the end, she comes clean mm-hmm. that she doesn't travel the world and she's just an ordinary middle schooler. But he's like, that's even cooler. You're an ordinary middle schooler, but your house is full of hell demons and uh, you control them and you make them pose as if you're in different parts of the world. It's amazing. And so they're, they're back. And can, like, let's be real friends yes. for once instead of influencer rivals or yeah. associates. And then the second half, they're bored, so they make the chimney moves, play hide and seek with them. Uh, and they run all over the house, finding the chimney moves. Uh, Mitsuki is too good at it for their uh, tastes. Uh. Also, we see her reading a magazine which appears to be nunchuck based. None too monthly, yeah. I get 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 that. You know, all the all the local circulars. And so also all funny. Oh, the phone, the family album. No, oh, you were such a little fucking dot. And this fucking, oh, I remember this. You know, and it's like 
what they're kind of bored of and saying, oh, what if I'm going to do this? Like, find so many things that didn't distract them from what they were it's doing like to, to like, alleviate yeah. their yeah. boredom. It's like, oh, yeah. I remember this. You're leafing through, you read a half a book already. It's like, oh, fucking goddammit. Um, but yeah, we yeah. get a bunch of shots of the mother and the mother situation. Because we got that in the first part where it's like, is this your dad? Is that demon your dad? He's like, that is not my dad. No. But their mom is apparently overseas. And they used to take a picture like once a year to show how much they'd grown and that kind of shit. But Mr. Hell can still be in. So it's all, it's all nice. Um, oh, also Mr. Hell's uh, manga that he's working on. Yes. <laughs> 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 Which your one is like uh, the middle sister is kind of like taking the piss out of initially because it's a, it's an office worker demon who bumps into Lady Liberty and um, it's just like oh it's a romance okay and he's like no it's for a contest you could win a lot of money and she's like I'll draw it for fifty fifty because his drawings are. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. They get the story across, but not much. Because there's another one where they team up essentially, because they're teaming up to beat the big sister. Yes. Um, this time, as opposed to teaming up to beat the little sister. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Who had the best hiding place? Uh, Well, the one who hid up inside uh, Mr. Hell's uh, breathing apparatus. (laughs) (laughs) Specs, who's hidden up his nose, wasn't it? Yeah. Next week, all hell breaks loose. Oh, well, that's not just a cute yeah, title. It I literally can, does. I guess that's the end of the show, and they're going to bring hell yeah. on earth, and nothing will ever be the same again, and no more happy fun. I can see, given that they firmly established the mum in this episode, that maybe the ending would just be the mum showing up and telling everybody off. Um. <laughs> Clean up this mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought I'd leave first. I just leave it on a fucking work trip for a couple of months and you've summoned demons into the house. <laughs> you won a million quid, then lost a million quid. What the hell? Uh, now it's time for the Niles Wright Show with Shine On Back About Super Bad Boys, episode 11. Rush to the Kyoto <laughs> Showdown. Uh, which the little brother's like, I've had enough of this being evil lark. I'm going to join the Shinsengumi. And the villain's like, no, you're not. I'm going to have... have... Nope. nope. No one leaves. And he says the initial thing, I was like, as you know, I let everyone leave of their free will. Like that guy from that couple of episodes ago who tried to leave of his own free will. And I said, fucking kill that guy. Remember that guy? Yes. <laughs> Control your body now. Uh, yes, I'm going to summon the spirit of Abe no Seime into you, I assume. I guess that's the that's his plot. Um, uh, it was a different Ave, I think, but I think it's a different name for oh, him. Yeah. I looked it up. I was, I was, oh, ah, right. yeah, yeah, I was yeah. curious also like, about. So the the family line that the villain is from, who is the imperial, uh, on Moji Mioji. Yes, on Mioji. Uh, that family line at some point were the emperors, like way, way, way back. Uh, but then, mm. like, the descendants became the Imperial on Mioji. Um, so, yes, he's the villain, the guy with the yeah. very pointy head. Uh, Dude, you've only seen like yes. one and a half times uh, previously, ages ago, when he was just like, you know, fucking given the blessing for their first mission, and that was it. And then, oh, yeah, who fucking thought that who would be that fun? Astrologer around here. This was very, he was also very actively wearing a fucking half a mask across yes. his face. <laughs> yes. um, I mean, like, 
<laughs> so you couldn't put a two halves together. Yeah. Like, I think it was only this episode where you see your man in the wooden mask has a scar on his face, and it shows that our our heavily fucking damaged uh, samurai guy actually stabbed that dude in the face. We do see the mask has a cut in it. I don't. Did we see in the first episode yeah. him getting stabbed in the face? I think the, so. The guy who was. Uh, we, 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 we had yeah. seen that okay, before, I thought, basically, from how Toto got mussed up and he's the only survivor. So, I mean, like, the only person it could be is a person who's wearing, like, a mask over their nose and mouth, uh, which is that tall-haired man who was, I guess, wearing either a pink wig or he's wearing a very tall wig over his pink hair. I'm not sure which it is. They got, they got, they got big tall yeah, hats. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, meanwhile, Kalgaro's like, okay, people from my domain, what the hell do you think you're doing? Uh, you're, you're being tricked and they're like no no we got these weapons from somebody from inside the palace so therefore the emperor is definitely on our side and wants us to attack the palace with these space weapons uh, I was getting very sort of the palace gave us yeah. these weapons to attack the palace therefore the emperor is yes. on our we're on the emperor's side it's not actually it's not actually a uh, coup uh, no the emperor that's basically <laughs> written permission from the emperor to attack the emperor it's just a show of force with lots of force. Uh, and so Kogoro goes and leaks all the information to Shinsengumi in the role of Akira's man. Uh, <laughs> I'm just your man. Uh, oh, that was my favorite joke throughout the episode. Definitely. It was him repeatedly. Uh, um, and they got four pieces of paper with corners of a star on it. What are they missing? <laughs> and they spent half the episode. Oh, you know the episode what to do. looking for the other corner, and then like, ah, it's a star. I was like, I could tell it was a star, yeah. just the four corners, mate. I didn't need to go and find a fifth one. Um, well, you know, like they 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 get results. They don't they they, they can shoot first, ask questions um, later. And the, yes, Kogoro gives them the name of one of the shrines because they're like, we're in Kyoto. There's too many shrines, uh, and once they've got one, then they can figure out where the other ones are, and get Boo to yeah. draw. The, the lines to fill it in into a nice star. And... Mm. <laughs> Actually, I, I just think of it now, it's like, you know, one, like one of two rituals that use like, you know, massive like geographical li magic lines to <laughs> for the evil plan. More on that in just a bit. Uh, yeah, I was also trying to remember which uh, Carbon Rider has a very similar plot. Um, um, because there is one as well. I think it's not unusual, like it's no. like ley lines and shit. Oh right? yeah, I'm or sure it's probably in uh, in Megalopolis as well. It's probably exactly the same shrines they're using. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, didn't even go on front line for Metal Alchemist. That was the big evil plot as well. That was the, bit, um, the only bit that kind of threw me on it is um, in when they have to do it in Kyoto, they have to like cross the river with lines of fire like four times, I think. And I was just like. Did you have to put a bunch of petrol going across the river or something? Well, like, they've nicked impressive. all that kerosene. They did, they did it across a rope. They perhaps. did, yeah. So they have a bunch of kerosene to work with. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Um, it's impressive. Uh, oh, it ends with uh, yeah the villain revealing himself and uh, the survivor of the original Shinsengumi not able to get at him because he's got force field up. <laughs> I totally don't go in and fun saying, "Hey there, that's a pretty fancy uh, soul engine you got there. You want to please?" I just try like no, I'm trying to be like no, it's just I'm a I'm a cop entering, you know. I'm just trying to keep this thing cool. Let's the situation escalates. Like, okay, we've got, we've got force fields now, do we? Okay, we got force fields, and you're Gee, without like... a spirit sword, so there's nothing you can do about it. Just sit and watch me fucking enact my evil plan. 
Yes, and then Sukato shows up inside the ribcage of a giant skeleton. Cue next week's final episode. Uh... Um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of action, a lot of conspiracy. There's some good funny lines as well. Um, yeah. With the Hitman characters, like, when he says, he knows your secrets, we've got to kill him. Uh, when Kogoro shows up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe generally for history, maybe that was would have been the right move for you. Um, I was looking at, like, the, when the people they're pretending to be uh, died in history. Some of them live a long time. Some of them have kind of only got three years after this, because they'll... Uh, uh, They'll uh, die yes. during the overthrow of this system that uh, does not happen at this point. Um, yeah, enjoying this a lot. Uh, as I say, the only, we- only vaguely weak episode I think was last week with the uh, slightly rough-looking animation. But yeah, yeah. With, with the ships again, that was it felt the most like no fun. Come on, game, we gotta stop fucking Mars yes. Mayhem from blowing up the yeah, ship. Yeah. It was like yeah, that's. <laughs> Did I get you next time, Jens and Gumi? Very. It's weird because it's like it is a historical that. thing that happened, and they're adapting it for super soul weapons and shit like that. So it like it fits their purview, but it does feel like a very like problem of the week. Yeah. Hmm. But again, police yeah. procedural. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's this kind of thing. But these little cases that all tie into the big case. We got a fucking gag fighting off. Just like follow the small leads and get and get to the big fish, the one behind it all. It's like, oh my gosh, this goes all the way to the top. Yeah. Or at least very close to the top, no network emperors. It's yeah, I think it's the guy who the monk is impersonating becomes like a police inspector after uh, the regime change. I mean, like he, besides the purple hair <laughs> and the lightning staff, he feels like a guy who could have showed up in that. Um... Woodpecker Detective. Yes, he feels like yeah. that kind of character. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a spin-off for him and that like the Head Street Urchin would be like his 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 main little contact of psychic, and they can solve mysteries around Kyoto. Baker Street irregular. Yeah, 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 they like solving <laughs> crimes and shacking. Um, so kind of Austin Powers, like a nineteenth-century Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that could work. Yeah. It's called it's called reconnaissance. It's called interrogation. Thank you very much. Uh, then finally, uh, the episode of anime that I think most needed uh, Linkin Park's in the end playing over it. <laughs> because what, unlike most times when people shove Linkin Park over an anime, the lyrics would actually apply here. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, like it is called episode ninety-five, the greatest final comeback. Uh, yeah, so. But it doesn't. You think you think ah oh, the hero, but it's the same. Which who's gonna get the comeback yeah. here? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, biggest the last reversal, episode ninety-five. Uh, yeah, the lads they got Vern on the ropes. Vern loses his arm during some point during this as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah, because if one arm, oh, one he's recommend. Pop one kept that fucking thing like uh, on the mirror under his chest, you know, just like an old tiny western. He had, had, had like the iron plate under his poncho to affect the bullets, so he's actually is fine. Burns burns on fire, it's like fun saying, oh, I can't get back into my, into my stances so quickly enough. And dies like fun. I'm ready for you, motherfucker. Who's gonna go? Fucking Avan Strass, Avan Strass. I can, I can handle that. Shisha. Oh, he's still another one. It's the cross strass. Oh, my, my, my demon hand. Oh, my, my, my heaven hand. I remember what it is. It's so gone. Get a, lot, Shit. a lot of commentary stuff. Yeah, him kind of goes like, ah, oh, you see that Sigma? Fucking, we, we.
but we backed the right horses. I, I guess I should say that you were a horse. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it worked out good. And they're all like, well, that's good. Because while he can heal, because he's a Darkling, uh, he can't heal straight away from uh, Dragon Aura stuff, which is what he put into his Vern Cross Slash. And you can't do a two-handed sense if you only got one fucking arm. Yeah. So we got him. We got him, I guys. Gonna, I was going to sit on his shoulder most of the episode with a sword jabbed into his chest. Uh, it's, it's stabbed into one, one of his hearts. One yeah. of his three hearts. <laughs> You've got one of my three hearts. It's just like they're having a conversation yes. while Dai is basically riding him. Yeah, occasionally electrocuting him. Ver's like, are you trying to get us both killed here? Um, and essentially, yes. Uh, but Vern is like, yeah, you got me here, but there's still one thing I can control as we float uncontrollably into the sky. Is I can drop a pillar. I've dropped five already onto the continent, and now I'm going to drop one on all your friends. What are you going to do then? You'll despair. Yeah, because it was kind of the thing of, yeah. what did you come here to do? It's like, did you come here to kill me? And it's like, no, I came here to stop you. Well... The reason I fucking set up this whole situation so that everyone who would oppose me would show up right underneath me, and now I'm dropping a, basically a nuke on their fucking head, and there you go. You haven't stopped me. And then it's still the, like, okay, you could stop all the pillars now, but you need to leave right now, um, and all the people who could stop me were just underneath that yes, big explosion. So ten minutes. I don't know, bud. And, uh, and the rest of you are up here, and, like, most of you are marbles now. Yeah. It, it wasn't quite the, it's like, uh, like you think I'd tell you my plan? I already executed it five minutes ago kind of thing. It's like, no, no, it'll happen in like five minutes from now, but they're across the world, so good luck with that. If he's he like, you know, if I brought up saying, are you sure you want to zap it? You know, funny, it might make you feel better. I mean, not making me feel better, but it might make you feel better, but like... You probably don't want to do that, you know, I'm just going to save you like, a little bit of time yeah. here. You, you could probably <laughs> kill me. But my plan is still going to fucking happen. Like, because uh, he has arranged them. Has he arranged a pentagram rather than a star? It's a hexagon, and then it's got its own magical sigil inside us, and yes, then yes. once these all go off. But when dropping that last one, it's just. You just, like, see the whole thing. It just, like, if you see a drop down, effective shot, and it does see the entire length of this <laughs> yeah. fall past the camera, and then. Wipeouts, just like no music, no nothing like that. It's just nothing until it's just this whistling wind, and then it is kind of agonizing. It it's pretty agonizing. Music, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> under a little bit like you know when they get the re reaction shot, and it's just like, oh yeah, fucking there was like, ma'am, it's just like, oh god, no, and then like well, oh, and everyone's happens. horrified. There's Chew, he's just like, whoa, and then Mr. Beast is just still like, oh, oh I, my I, God. Thought, I thought they had better reactions than Avon. Avon, I thought, had the, like, the worst drawing in the show, his reaction face in his pull. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolute despair. But, well, yeah, they're stuck that yeah. way, so he can't help them. Uh, yeah, absolute total despair from our heroes. They've, uh, Vern congratulates them on how well they fought, though. Uh, it's pretty good, lads. It's like 99.9% of the way there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I didn't think you were going to take it to the line like that, but you did lose. But you, you went the distance, and for that, I applaud you. Not literally, yeah. figuratively. Because I can't. You chopped off one of my arms. Uh, anyway. Well, there's no crying in Dragon Quest. Uh, actually, there's lots of crying. Lots, yeah. of, lots of crying, yeah. Uh, and then next, the preview promises that somebody's words reach pop. Maybe his own. I don't know. <laughs> Because they're because they're right. Because like you know, as when bad as things get, for someone like him, Kabrika come the heart of the team. But I gotta wonder. I gotta wonder if one like you know, that's in the pretty definitive. Like an atomic blast down there. 
Probably going to see that that dragon turn up again. To, uh, <laughs> what a dragon to have <laughs> unfucked some of this. I mean, like, you'd think it was super double fucked if not for the fact that it is episode 95 of one. Yes, they got five more episodes. <laughs> Just five episodes of them yes. being really sad. They'll blow up one of the basically. one pillar per episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 and just to, like, uh, fucking who's watching Vern go off on all this. And it's, it's, I take control of it and say, okay, hang on, okay, we'll cancel all work. No, this has gone too far. This is where I signed off, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know who he's got left for him to rule over once he's blown everything up anyway at this point. But, uh... I think he's just trying to make life know, better for he's... the Darklings. I mean, like, that's what he's claiming. He doesn't mind if he dies here because the surface world is still going to explode and the underworld is going to be exposed to the sun. So that's, that's my yeah. plan. That's it, man. He's like Sauron. Sauron was right. He's just trying to look at all the disenfranchised <laughs> fantasy races together. Okay. Right here. Yeah, that's it for this week. Let me just check whether or not Satami Time Machine Blues has shown up on Disney Plus uh, for next week. <laughs> it's made its way to Matuta Malaysia. Uh, Slowly getting across the country. Not this way. Yet. Just getting uh, Tatami Galaxy and the House Spirit Tatami Chan on the UK Just Watch. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, I did check out the a little bit of the old taxi movie, mainly the uh, oh, the end of it to uh, see yeah. what they added at the end. Um, they added some stuff at the end. Uh, possibly that's all you need to see if you've already watched the TV series. Okay. If you uh, or hmm. if you don't want to know, if you don't want a resolution, don't watch the end. Uh, if you want to remain in a mystery, is it? Yeah. Would you say from watching it, is it worth watching, or is it more satisfying for it to be? Uh, I think the time enough time has passed. So I'm. If you were watching it as it was airing, like we were, yeah, sure, go ahead and watch the movie mm-hmm. and see a possible ending that it could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Cause I mean I suspect this is all all the extra odd taxi you're gonna get. Uh I don't see why Yeah, I, I don't need no. more. I, I'd like more from the same people for sure. Yeah. But like I don't need more of specifically that yeah. franchise. Yeah. yeah, no no Tatami Time Machine Blues. <laughs> there is some sort of cartoon called Go Buster about a yellow bus. Um uh, Alaska's right. Deadliest and uh, uh, Star Wars Andor I believe that mm. is the talk of the town today yeah Andor. that was today I think it came out yeah. uh, at the rate I'm going to it as well I'll probably be done with Licorice <laughs> Recorded actually because it is a very entertaining cartoon mm. uh, <laughs> um Got a bit modern as it builds for this big climax, but it's sort of the thing. It's just like you know, like the two main lead girls. It's a bit more like you no, know, this isn't like you know a family thing. This is it's a bit like more like even like you no know, kind of romantic thing. It's more like you know, we're partners, man. You know, like you no know, the way way cops and cop movies are for and it, it goes beyond all. It supersedes all. It's like so <laughs> a bit into like a big finish here. Uh, it's fun. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. It's pretty all right. Uh, it's. If, if, if I got to say one thing about it, no, like the setup that it has for like these guys, this agency to just like you know swat down and dispose of any kind of uh, undesirable elements in society, I think isn't examined enough because yeah, you know there's already like a, 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 a clear rift within the organization with between the main one and the little outfit that the main characters operate out of. Like you know, there isn't like 
don't really can't go at that enough, but maybe they're going to do it toward the end. I don't, I don't know. Let's see. It's like, uh, yeah, it's just very easy to just go, okay, I'm kind of glad I kind of came into it now because I can, you know, I can just kind of burn through a couple at a time, and it's very easy to do that. Uh, yeah, so next week is the last episode, I think, of Back of Batsu Boys, last episode, I think, of Shimimo, definitely the last episode of Yuri Deco. Uh, no more yeah. Uncle from yeah. Another World for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that will give us Bastard. That'll be the last we'll watch for Bastard for a while as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Bastard, JoJo's, Yuri Deco, Chimimo. Uh, that takes us to four. Back about Super Boys, five. Six Dragon mm-hmm. Quest, eight eight up to Edge Runners. Okay, and then the following week there might not be much. So I don't know whether we, if it's less than six, we could double down on one of the Netflix things to get a couple a couple of episodes in before the deluge comes the following week. Yeah, because the damn that fucking Edge Runners is it's, it's, it's yeah fucking pretty goddamn good from for us from that little bit there. It's like ah. <laughs> It isn't like it isn't like no oh, we're counting on things to crash and burn. I was like, oh. no, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, a good problem to have is too uh, many fucking uh, good things to pick from, yeah. Just don't put any any much friggin' on there soon, otherwise it's gonna go <laughs> fucking oh, nuts. But I suppose it's gonna be busy for a while making yeah, after yeah, and yeah. shit. So uh Rodio, right, yeah, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with more of the same. Goodbye for now. See ya.